Okay. Good morning, dear people. In the morning, yes. everyone. <laughs> so good to have you here. Could each of you just get a capsule of your how you came to the Lord and, and uh, how how that happened to you, so that we could hear something of your testimony? I was asking her if she would like to start. Well, my name is Isaac. I, I was born in a Christian family. My dad is a pastor. He was a Lutheran pastor, and we passed uh, through a renewal movement in Brazil in the 90s. Uh, so uh, I grew up in a, a Christian family, but as a child pastor, you know, do you know a child pastor? They're not good, good kids, right? <laughs> well, but <laughs> well, but I I get to know the Lord. In fact, uh, I had an experience with the Lord when I was eleven to twelve, in something that we called in the Lutheran Church uh, confirmation of faith. I think you have those, and I carry with me a word that's in. Exodus 33:15, and I'd like to share because it has to be with my testimony that it's, it's Moses uh, speaking with with God. Then he said to him, "If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here." And since that moment, I understood that my life and everywhere I would go. Uh, my my will it's it's to make god will you know and then uh i started to to have wonderful experiences uh holy spirit experiences gifts and when i was 16 i felt that god was calling me to the ministry and my dad being a pastor ex ex asked me maybe a thousand times if I was sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him that I was. <laughs> and when I was 17, I went to study in a seminary in Buenos Aires, Argentina, because we live in the south of Brazil. And we're close to Argentina. I, I lived there two years. And it was a seminary. And one of the things that I studied there was music because I always played the drums and started to play the acoustic guitar also. And then when I came back, I studied at the Lutheran Seminary uh, in the south of Brazil. We have a lot of Lutherans, um, Lutherans that came. There are two kinds of Lutherans, Lu missionaries that came from the U.S. and missionaries that came from German, Germany. And our church was from Germany. They're a, a little bit uh, colder than... U.S. Missiona missionaries, <laughs> but I, I, I was searching on Google, and I saw that here in Minnesota, you have a lot of Germans too, right? <laughs> so we're all at, <laughs> and, and that's a little bit of our time frame. Well, I got to know Natalia in the, uh, in the church, and when we were young, we were 15. It was a great thing for me. I hope that it's for her too. <laughs> <laughs> and we dated for 
four years and a half. I'm not good with dates. I think it's a man thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we got married in 2010. So we have two kids. And that's a little bit of four. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Natalia. Um, I grew up in a Catholic family, and I met Jesus from my cousin. That she went to Isaac's church, and she invited me to go there. And so there, I really know Jesus and know Isaac. Too. <laughs> it was f after. First, I met Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, much better than you. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> and I am. I've been there since that, loving Jesus and loving to to be with people and to be at the church. So um, and why uh, when I start to date him, it was even better because as a pastor's son, <laughs> I need to be at the church all the time to be with him. So. <laughs> So we kind of live at the church, I think. It, it was our second home. And we love to be here. I am glad to be here again. I am very glad to be with the Volkers family again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to say that he, they are uh, our American family, our American parents, brothers and sisters, and now grandparents to my kids. <laughs> and I am very happy to be here again with Paul Anderson. He came to Brazil a lot of times. and. He blessed us so much. And they are waiting for you again in Brazil next year. Okay. They are really excited to have you there again. And I think this is it. There is not too much about me <laughs> to say. Um, can you say a little bit about the first time you came to be with the Harvest Communities? And <coughs> why did you do that? And what was it like? And that sort of thing. Um, I will say a little bit, then you can. Paul sent us an email talking about the Harvest Project and Isaac saw that and he told me what do you think about we go to America to do that project and I said no <laughs> I just start a master degree I don't want to go I don't I, I want to finish my master and he said but you can finish uh, your master later and I said no I don't want to go so he he said okay let's just pray about that and I said I will not pray I want to stay here <laughs> <laughs> but he said, I will pray to God, change your heart. And I said, okay, if he changed my heart, I, I will go, but I will not change my heart. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he prayed a lot because a couple months after that, he asked me again, would you like to go to Harvest Project? And I said, maybe, 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 maybe I can go if God uh, told me to go. And he did. So he talked to Paul again about, about that and Isaac's uh, pa parents. And they said, you should go. I think it will be good for you. You can finish your master later. And I didn't finish it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to have kids. <laughs> I got pregnant here. So when I came to Brazil, I was pregnant of Bernardo. So I didn't have, have time to finish my master. <laughs> And uh, Harvest Project was for me like, um, how can I say that? A life change. 
uh, it changed my life, it changed my faith, the, the, the way I, I, I saw Christ and I saw church and I saw people and I learned very much about grace in the way I never heard before and I never have that, that experience before. For me it was a, a life changing and I, I came back to Brazil as a new person uh, with a new vision and it was hard for us to, to live in Brazil after that because it's a very different kind of vision of Christian life and we choose to live that kind of uh, life that uh, is about grace and love people. So we, in these past six years, we were trying to, to do that in Brazil too, with the young, because we work with the young people and worship team. So it has been hard, but very good for us and Harvest changed my life. I'm very glad to you, Paul, that you invited us to come because it changed, changed us for better. Yeah, I don't can know. I, can I actually go back just for a minute? We, we've talked a lot and studied a lot about hearing the voice of God and how to yeah. hear the voice of God. And you mentioned God told you to come. Yeah. Would you mind just sharing a little bit about what do you mean when you say that? What was it like? How did you know that it was God talking to you? You know, every time that uh, God talked to me, I don't want to hear because <laughs> it's always something like I have to, to do something hard, like leave my family, leave Brazil, leave everything behind. So I was like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. I know he's talking, but I don't want to hear. And, uh, but Isaac helped me a lot to, to, to understand what God want to do. And it's, I don't know, I, I, I never heard God speaking as a voice, but through stuff going around, you know, like uh, I just started my master when uh, Paul invited us to come and uh, it wasn't very good for me and this, when Isaac asked me to, to pray about, I started to pray and uh, the stuff around me wasn't going well and I thought it, it's it was going to be good, it's, it's, it's a master that I dreamed to, to do and it wasn't good and, uh, and then Isaac said to me, maybe it's God talking to you about going to America and I said no it, it is not God uh, talking to me <laughs> it's just something happened it will be better and it wasn't better so <laughs> he said listen to God he's telling you to go to America and I said okay it wasn't good and, uh, and then Isaac said to me maybe it's God talking to you about going to America and I said no it, it is not God uh, talking to me <laughs> it's just something happened it will be better and it wasn't better so <laughs> He said, listen to God, he's telling you to go to America. And I said, okay. So kind for me, it was like that, stuffing going around and uh, not like a voice or a vision, but um, yeah, circumstances. yeah, circumstances. Yeah, I, I think it's the way I heard uh, God talking to me. I don't know about Isaac. Great, thank you. Well, uh, Harvest Project uh, helps us uh, a lot with understanding God's grace, as Natalia told you. And I studied uh, two years <coughs> in the seminary in Argentina and then four years in, in Brazil, a Lutheran seminary. And it's very good. You learn a lot. I love to study the Bible, uh, Hebrew, Greek, all the, the languages of the Bible and all these academic things, but sometimes you get uh, you get too academic and less practical, you know. And the Harvest Project was uh, very practical with 
Diane Brask, I remember the storytellings uh, with Vivian Klebs. Well, um, who? Oh, Davy Heinrich. Yeah. Davy Heinrich. Well, Robert Waldo. All of the every every time and every meal that we had together, all the the students that were living different things in their lives. Well, the the first week uh, retreat was great and. You know, it was a very good experience for uh, for us, and it changed our, our way to see things. And well, we're here again. Uh, Becca, you were on that in in that group, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. Was that a, was it a good experience for you? Yeah. Becca belongs to I think you know. Chris and Kathy, so she's she's very much a part of our family as well. And she helped Harvest Communities a lot over the years, especially at Communitas. She is the reason we probably still exist, I think, you know, for real. So thank you very much to Becca um, and all the others who have helped over the years. And I just want to toss in a tiny commercial. <laughs> we are praying about starting up the Harvest Project again. Um, the reason we stopped doing it is just lack of students who are interested in doing it. But we've been praying about start it up, starting it up again. We'd really like to start it up again. And so if you can be praying with us um, about doing that, about getting students, people who are interested in doing it. Um, it's been, it was all young adults previously. We've considered opening up to anybody, potentially, um, of any age, I mean. Um, uh, because there were some older folks who... who said, hey, I, I don't know how young you have to be to be a young adult, but I'd kind of like to do it. Um, and we decided maybe we shouldn't be ageist. Uh, so if you could just be praying about that with us, um, and if you think of anybody or know anybody, you feel free to pass the word along, um, and we'll see what God leads and where he takes us. Now, commercial break over, continuing with. So we share with Lydia House the joys of being a Christian, and we've talked recently about the joys of the future are in the new earth and how exciting that will be and how if you have hope, it helps you to cope. If you have something to look forward to, it helps you. The reality is that life is tough. Life is hard. Would you mind sharing with us an experience, a time that was very hard for you and what happened in that situation when you really struggled. I can think of one in my life. It was a turning point. It was, a, it was the best, worst year of my life. And uh, do you have something like that that you could share? I'd like you to remember I asked the nicer questions. <laughs> 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 well, in the in the beginning of our marriage, I think it was maybe our tough time together. I think the beginning of the marriage is hard for everyone, isn't true? Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. I thought it was just me. <laughs> it's not just you. Though. Thank you, Nate. And well, because you you started thinking that it's gonna be like the movies or the TV shows, and I'm not the best person in the world, and I got to learn a lot with Natalia. Uh, 
she is, you know, love languages, learning how to love. And we decided together to be light in our home. You know, if something is going well, when she forgot something in the bathroom, I'm going to take it and no, no fights, you know. And I think the first year of our marriage wa was the, the turning point of, well, things go on or things go anywhere, you know. And for me, it was, I think, <laughs> for me. What was better? No, it was, okay. was hard. Okay, hard. For me, in particular, this year was the best and the worst because Estelle was born and it was such a happy uh, thing in our lives, but she got sick twice and she went to the hospital. She spent a couple days there and I stayed with her the whole time. And we didn't know what was going on and uh, what the future was going to be because she was very sick. And um, uh, so we start to think about everything again, like, Maybe we shouldn't go to America because she's sick and she didn't get better. And uh, what what we are going to do? So for me, it was the the best and the worst thing because she came to the world and uh, I was so happy for her. But she got sick and she spent a long time at the hospital. And I thought, what's going on? Uh, what should we do? Should we go? Should we stay? We didn't have uh, any house to live anymore because <laughs> we rent our apartment and we were living with my parents and I said we didn't have a house, we didn't have a car, we didn't have nothing here because we were going to, to America and now I don't know if we are going or if we stay here in Brazil because she was sick. But um, we prayed a lot, our church prayed for her. I know you were, t were praying for her too and she got better and she's here now and I am very glad and I think God for everything he, he did. And I know he he has his own way to, to do stuff. And I didn't understand why she got sick, but I, I know God was taking care of her and taking care of us. So, yeah. Yeah, we were we were praying for, <laughs> for you guys. We were praying a lot for Stella and during the services and during the week and everything. And, um, you know, I, I don't know why she got sick. Like you said, I don't know why she got sick. We felt like maybe there was some sort of attack from the enemy trying to keep you guys from coming here, trying to discourage you, get you down, um, get you to not come. And I don't know that for sure that that's true, but we, we sort of felt like that, that might be the case. Um, and you're here. Can so praise God. Yeah, praise Jesus, God. Jesus won that battle. Yeah. You know, uh, about that, uh, there were two things we talked about hearing the God's voice and sometimes God's, uh, God speaks through people that are, are around you and two things that I remember one is when we were here before we left remember that Becca said well I think that's not the end of the journey we, we're gonna get connected and we're gonna get connected with Brazil you know if you remember that and the other thing is, is that Anne, the first time that we called her for her birthday, uh, she said, well, last week I dreamt that you were with a little baby in our house. Oh, wow. A little baby girl. And we're there these were the two things that we were keeping through this process. Wow. And there were things that 
kept us believing that God was taking care of all the things. Wow, that's really cool. Um, I, well, Sarah and I, two of our kids um, were in the hospital when they were newborns as well, and it's the worst, yeah. literally the worst. And I'm sure others of you have experienced it and sick kids and everything. So um, I want to pause the interview portion and pray. I want to pray for Stella for just continued healing and health. But I also want to pray for you too, just for your own healing after that difficult, difficult time. I mean, I know I needed prayer <laughs> after our kids were in the hospital. It was rough. Um, and so I want to pray for you guys too. And if a couple others, you know, want to come up and lay hands on them, go ahead and do that. But let's, let's pray for this family. Father God, we thank you for your will and that your will is done on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you that it was done in this case with this family. We thank you that Stella is well and healed. We thank you that they are here with us. It's humbling to think that, um, that you, you use us people such as us, to, to have your will be done. But we thank you that you do. And I pray now for healing, Father God, for all of them. And I just want to pray for Stella in particular right now, Father God. We pray for her little lungs, that all that lung tissue would be restored and recreated, that if there's any root cause or anything that helped her be more susceptible to this um, kind of illness and bronchitis, that you would cure that, just heal that right now, in Jesus' name, Father God. And I pray that she would become an extremely healthy kid. It would be like, oh, is she ever sick? Well, she was sick once when she was a tiny baby, and now she's never sick. That would be wonderful, Lord. So we ask you for your healing for her continued, constant health and wholeness, and that she would just continue to develop and grow exactly as you want her to. A few more people just pray out for them. sound good. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Larissa's available if you need some help here.
Amen. 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 So you've heard them and us talk about hearing God's voice. Nate and I, that's a special message that we bring when we go out. In fact, we're launching a podcast, and uh, we've done some taping. We've done 12, 12 sessions uh, with, someone, with someone who's a professional, and... Uh, we're in about another month, we'll be ready to launch that. We're very excited. My kids listen to it. We, the two of us talk, speak, and we speak back. You know, we're, we're interviewing, uh, kind of inter talking together. And uh, I wondered how that would work, because I'm not good at that. Nate is very good at it. And uh, the kids listen to it, and they gave me a thumbs up. They said, cool, Dad. <laughs> So that they were they were the critics, and I, you know, if they said no, I would have shut down. But uh, they said keep going. So that's exciting uh, for us. For and uh, so as I go out, as we go out, that's the message. One of the messages, and that's what you heard when I went to Messenger Boot Camp. How to hear the voice of God. In two weeks, I'll be in Detroit, and that's one of the messages that I'll bring. How God speaks and how we can hear him. So last June, I was flying down to Brazil, and I asked God a question. I, these days, I often ask God questions because my experience is that, according to the Scripture, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So God will give me the next step like he gave to Abraham, but he doesn't give us necessarily the things far out there. And I teach young adults that you don't ask the far out questions because you may not hear the answer. If you ask, should I marry this person after the first date, you might not hear. It might be hard. But so I teach them to ask appropriate questions for where you are. So appropriate question for me as I'm going down, I said, why am I going? Now, you might think that the Lord would say, well, Dodo, you're going down to speak. But I knew there might be something other than that. Uh, and so I said, why am I going down? And I heard the word Isaac right away. And I didn't know why that was. So I just waited to see what happened. And Isaac and Natalia pulled me aside while we were there. And they said, we know that God's called us to this place. And we know that... Uh, that, that this is where he's going to use us and we'll be released 
and I suspect maybe into into taking over for your dad at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. His dad said he's that he's a better preacher than his father is, and I'll tell you, his dad can really preach, but he said he's he's got pastoral gifts that he said go beyond mine when, when the three of us were meeting together. So I didn't know why I was going down with Isaac and mine, and then they pulled me aside and they said, we know we're called here, but we are tired and we need a break. And so we talked about that, how it might look, and... Uh, I said, have you shared it with your parents? Because she was carrying their second child, and we were seeing Bernard there, Bernardo, about every day. He's being playing with Tanya. Mom. And can you imagine Karen having uh, two kids and caring for one and that one leaving for a year? That would not feel good for a grandmother. And so I said, ooh. And they understood. They understood the need to take a break. I wonder if there's something in the whole dynamics of that. It must have been very difficult for you to leave. Was, was, it, was it hard to leave? Was it easy? How, uh, as you work that thing out, th that'll be our last question, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, for me, it was easier than the first time <laughs> we left. But for my family, it was harder because of the kids. So my mom cried for like two days before I left. She, I think she's still crying, but I'm not seeing that, so that's okay. <laughs> and <laughs> and Bernardo wants to talk with her like every day, every time he asks. I want to call grandma, I want to call grandpa. And we do that because it helps him to be a little bit better. But he's he's fine. He's better than we thought. And Estelle is just a baby. Is just a baby, so she she she's okay, I think, with that. Um, but it, for me, it it was easier than the first time we came. I don't know about this. Yeah, it, it, it's always hard to leave a place. Even we were in the, the I think the, the best days of our ministry. We started when we came back from the Harvest Project. It was 2013. And then we started uh, with the youth group. And we started with the worship team. And we have a wonderful uh, leadership. Paul got oh. to know the, the youth group. He invited me to speak at their youth group. So I'm thinking, okay, 20, 30, maybe 40, maybe 100. There were, a hun well, there were about 100, it seemed like. Yeah, 200. 200. And, and he was responsible for that. And they got several bands uh, and, and uh, you know, all kinds long hairs worshiping the Lord with, <laughs> with their guitars. <laughs> it was pretty impressive that people had converted to Jesus Christ. That yeah. was wonderful to see. And we were living the, the best days of our ministry, but we felt that God was calling for something different, and well, uh, things happened. Uh, some, somebody prayed about divine appointments. I think it was Joe. And we, we believe that when you you went last year was a divine appointment. We we got to to plan. We got to uh, work things together and be here for for it. It it seemed for your dad that this was a very special time because the three of us had a couple meetings together, mm -hmm. and I actually started mentoring him in one of those meetings, mm -hmm. more in a more personal way, and he wants to continue that. So we'll be 
connecting with Paolo down there, who is a very gifted leader, probably mid fifties. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, Fifty-five. Fifty-five, mid fifties. Yep. He went to uh, when we had an international leaders conference when I was with Lutheran Renewal. We had one in Latvia for Lutheran leaders around the world, and we had three Brazilians there. You were, you were there, weren't you? Uh, so uh, I treasure the relationship that we have with Brazil, and uh, uh, Amy is here today. She must be with her kids. She was sitting here a moment ago. As you know, Amy married a Brazilian, and he had company. He was going to come here today. He, he went with us to the airport, and he was going to come with us uh, and looks forward to connecting with you. So it's going to be a great year. Both Nate and I have received words, both personally and from others, that this season is going to be, uh, words that have come to me are explosive, dramatic, life-changing. You, you had some pretty strong words too, haven't you, about this season right in front of us. So we're very excited about stepping in with a real sense of destiny for Lydia House, for them, for our, our ministries. So you join us in believing for that. So we're going to close in prayer, and then I'm going to give you the benediction, and and then we'll uh, just spin around for, for just a few moments of prayer, whatever you want to pray with together, two or three, uh, pray together for a few minutes, and, uh, and then if there are things we need to do to make the final touches on the meal um, before we eat, we're going to have potluck together, so uh, whether you brought anything or not, we hope you can stay and eat with us, have a, a good meal, thankful for all of you that are able to do that and bring food. And then I guess the LT after that is leading. Okay. Anything I'm missing? Any concerns? Any prayer needs? Okay. Do you want to share anything about that? Do you feel comfortable? How are you doing with it now? Are you struggling? Okay, let's uh, just go to the floors for and Leosa. And uh, one of you one of you pray with her.
In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for letting us pray with you, Larissa. We each have stories of difficult times. I bless the Volkers for giving Larissa a home that she didn't have. I asked her about her family and her father. She said, he wasn't a father to me. So now, now she's got a father, she's got a mother, she's got a family. So I bless you in the midst of your needs, in the midst of your struggles, that God continues to do his work and empowers you. I bless you as an overcomer. You're not one to be overcome. You're an overcomer. I bless you as a victor, not a victim, that you are a victor in Christ Jesus. I bless you in the midst of conflict, that you, you learn his ways and you allow him to bring joy and peace. And so I say the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his pleasure and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now simply spin around and uh, groups of two or three, just a few minutes, maybe five minutes or so, praying together, and then we'll go upstairs and eat together. <laughs>